SoCal QOL. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday. I hope everyone is rested from a glorious weekend. But I also hope that you're still thinking about work and hustling and being a better person and your wellness because Monday is right around the corner. But until then, we're going to have a little chat. Funny thing about Sundays is that for a majority of my 20s, I was always at church. Funny thing about being at church is that you basically never have a Sunday off. So what's funny now, even more funny, or as my wife would say, funnier isn't a word, so I wouldn't say that now, but I just did. So in the past year, I think I've only been to, I mean, I could count all the services on one hand that I've been to this whole year versus I used to do that many in one week. So why am I sharing this with you guys? Well, today is Spiritual Sunday and we ain't going to get all holy rolling and preach into the choir or anything like that. But I only say that because I'm excited that I have an opportunity to share, to converse and to talk about spiritual, but more so morally and ethically, the topics that have to do with wellness. And for a long time, I didn't actually realize how much that part of my life is. It's not like it's not important. I just didn't know how much of that DNA was in me. Until I stepped out of of that world, until I was able to sit back and go on a Sunday when I'm not at a church. Oh, I mean, if if I can't do it at this other building, like if I can't build standards and talk to other people about how to how to be a better person, like what where else would I do that? And my answer is right here, right freaking here, yo. So we're going to kick off this spiritual Sunday with just an overview of how and why I think standards are 100% not only realistic for you and yours, your business, your family, your spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, but even your community your random friend down the street or a stranger, I think we can all build standards to overlap or overflow, as we like to say in the church world, in every aspect of your life. And I think it all has to start somewhere. It all has to start either in your your workplace or let's say there's a hobby or a trade that you have or even being in relationships or being in activities or at events. I mean, all that stuff, you can have standards. So I'm going to give you guys a quick little overview of, of 
I guess how crazy, <laughs> how crazy standards can be because that's kind of, I think, where I come from specifically. I, when I know, or actually I shouldn't say that, when I'm, when I'm most passionate about something and I care a lot, I really don't let standards get too low. The, the time that you know that I don't care about something is when I basically just, I don't care about how something's being run. I don't care about what's being said or the vision. I think vision can become your standard. I think if your vision is correct or your vision is practical, your standards will fall into place and you'll be able to actually accomplish that goal or have that future. Unfortunately, most people that cast vision or, you know, run something, they'll most likely run it into the ground because there's no standards in place to actually make that happen. So the reason why I wanted to start with the crazy part is because even though standards can be high, even though standards can look very crazy, sound very crazy to those who don't necessarily have that much invested into them or into the vision, I think there's something to be said about them because I think we're all meant to duplicate ourselves. I think we're all meant to look at an individual who's either, like I keep saying, your workplace, because I honestly 100% believe that SoCalQL is going to be able to have like higher standard seminars or, you know, standard making workshops or quote unquote, a wellness program for standards at a workplace. That to me is huge on my heart because that's kind of where I learned my standards. I didn't really learn it in music. I didn't learn it playing guitar or even in a band, I didn't treat it as a business, so there was really no rules. I just kind of lived and saw things happen and thought, oh shit, that sucks that this gig dropped out or this band totally screwed us over or whatever. I didn't I didn't see it as like, oh, there's there's actually a reason why that happened. I just said, Oh, guess it's the luck of the draw, you know. Very, very ignorant. So with that being said, I I think that when the standards when the standards are there and the vision is there you can accomplish what you want to accomplish. So when we talk about the workplace, when we talk about your company, when we talk about your business, where are where are the employees? Like seriously, like where are your employees in the vision, in the future of your company? Are they at all in the mix in your vision? I don't know what your answer is right now. I look forward to reading them in the, the comments below because I would love to reply to them. But my question to you is if they're not in the vision, if they're not in the future of your company, I think your standards are going to drop. I think the morale, I think the way in which you end up running it will probably run into the ground. 
Now, granted, this doesn't have, this doesn't necessarily apply to every type of business. Like if you're a one person business, don't worry about what I'm saying because it's just you. Unless you run yourself into the ground, which could very well happen. But what I'm talking about is groups of people, departments, teams, the vision that is given has to include them. If it does not include them, you really don't have a vision. You don't, you don't have something that people are going to be wanna, wanna be a part of. I mean, unless you're lucky enough to have a situation where people are already there, already showing up, already paying money, so on and so forth, that's fine, but good luck trying to keep that up. Good luck trying to convince people to do all of what I just said basically for free because that happens all the time. Even when you have a, a job, a business, or maybe, maybe it's a family situation. And granted that you're, you're there. You have to be there. You know, if anything, yeah, you might be paying into something because it's an event for a family member or whatever, or, or it's, you know, it's Billy's future career or, and you're trying to support them by going to some event or some activity, but you know, even with like family, I, I, I like to think about what's the goal of of my family? You know, what what do I want to see my kids doing and how am I going to get them there? Well, obviously, it's going to include them because they're a part of the family. Now, that that sounds stupid out loud, but why can't we apply that that mentality to our business? Why can't we apply those standards to to our mottos and to our mission statements. It just, it frustrates me because I've seen too many industries abuse the people that are in it. And I don't think it's right. That's it. (laughs) That's pretty much why I'm sitting here right now and talking about it because there aren't standards going on. There's double standards, if anything, because you'll treat one person some way and you'll treat another person another way. How is that right? How is that going to help anyone other than your ego? Yes, your ego. See, it frustrates me too, because there's people in power. There's people that have the authority that just blow right through that. They blow right through the question, does your future, does your vision include the people in your group, your community, your job, your business, your workplace. So that's definitely going to be the topic for the next 10, 20 minutes. So if you do not like what I'm saying, you are more than happy to turn this off. But for those of you who might be in those situations, I want to say right off the bat that it's okay that it's happening. It's okay that it's happening to you, even though you might not deserve it, but just know that it's not always going to be that way. Even if you yourself have to run your own business or run your own team or run your own department, you're going to wait till that time. Otherwise, there's going to be another job with higher standards and they're going to treat you better. So just hold on to that. Okay. Because I know we all got to make a living or we all got to 
do what we usually do. And there's going to be people that don't give a shit about any of this stuff that I'm saying. And you literally have to basically forgive and forget and let them do what they're going to do because you can't change anyone. So standards. I don't I don't know if I hit the I don't know if I hit the nail on the head with the difficulty side, but. I guess we can start with the fact that standards can almost sometimes mean systems. Standards can also apply to just the methods, the methods in place. So if you were to take your company, your job, your business, your team, think thoroughly about what they do every day. Think about what they do or every week, whatever, whatever the frequency is, the frequency. Yeah. No. Yes. The consistency. Think about what they have to do, how they have to do it, how much they have to do it, how much energy there is. And you just sit there and go, okay, what's morally right? What's ethically right about the situation? And then once you address that, you look at, you know, when do they show up? What do they do when they show up? Are you there? Are you not there? If you're not there, you might need to leave some notes. You might need to give them something that is so flat out just like a monkey could do it. I'm not saying anyone's a monkey, but it's so simple. A baby, a baby could do it. One, two, three, four, five. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Even then they might not get it. That's going to happen. If it's a job or it's an employee and you're paying that person. I know the, the rule, the Gary V rule is hire quick and fire qu even quicker because you can give someone grace in a hiring of them. But as far as them repeating problems or it just not working out, you really do have to make that executive decision to tell them it's not working out. And that's why we have probation periods. That's why we, you know, those three to nine, uh, 30 to 90 days. Is that what it is? Three to not three to six months, one to three months. But I think it all stems back to, you know, why would you do all that work if it wasn't morally right? If in your job, in your business or in your community, there was something out there that that you knew that someone could get a lot of lot out of someone could get a lot of positivity, a lot of wellness, a lot of experience. So that to me, it really just hits home with the standards and, and it doesn't even necessarily even have to apply to a certain industry or a certain type of business or even a church, but just having that thought process. Thinking for the person, really. You're putting yourself in that person's shoes. Now, if you if you can look at that situation and go like, would never do that. Well, you probably shouldn't be running either a business, a team. <laughs> Hire someone else to do it for you. Go drink some margaritas on the beach on a Sunday or a, a work day. But... That's, I think, where people, even in the, even in the simplest of things, even, even in, uh, like, a, like, 
I, this weekend I just did a garage sale. And what's funny about that is that I want to see that. I want to see like a yard garage slash general type of sale, almost like a storefront, but it's more mobile. I want to see that for SoCal QOL because we're going to start working with pack rats. We're going to start working with people that have either a real problem with hoarding or they they're 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 so far into the recession that's coming up that financially they can't even you know pay their rent they need money they went around their house they found this room full of stuff and they just decided you know what i really just i need to get rid of this stuff not only for my own emotional benefit but my financial you know wellness so by having those opportunities and getting good at building the systems that are going to run them and hiring the people to run them, I have to think, okay, what's the standard here? What's our, what's, how, what do we communicate to customers who come up to the yard sale, the garage sale? Is it ignoring them, not, not embracing them, not communicating to them, and just saying, read the price. If you don't like the price, leave. Does that sound right? If you want to stay in business, absolutely not. If you don't want to stay in business and sell nothing, it's perfect. So those standards can apply everywhere. And to me, it it's more than just it's more than just morals and ethics. It's really to me it's just like my it's in my DNA. Like there's I can't do anything else unless I'm super ignorant or I purposely, purposefully am trying not to care. Those are the only two ways that I can get off scot-free. No pun intended. Because there's just something in me. Like, that feeling you get when you know something's wrong and you don't do anything about it. You know, it's almost like that feeling you get when you see a homeless person. And... We could we could do the cliche thing where we say, oh, yeah, that's probably a druggie. Every time he gets a dollar, he spends it on booze or. But. That's obviously not right. And we shouldn't think like that. We shouldn't jump the gun. We shouldn't. Basically. Judge a book by its cover. So. I'm trying to think of any examples that could be a little bit more universal. But I think stemming back to the vision, stemming back to the standards that make the vision, and then who actually implements the standards, or actually, as to say, who actually sees them through. You know, you yourself might oversee it. You might write it. You might create it. But those people that if you don't care about those people they won't keep the standards and they won't cast the vision or create the vision uh i think i want to spend the next few minutes just talking about values and or adding value to people you probably heard me say this if not prior to this podcast you will hear it in the future but the the main reason why this company came about and the the structure that's in place and the reason why we do what we do, how we do it, 
is because we want to add value. And a lot of it is done for free. We want to add value to people who don't know that they're valuable. We want to add value to someone who didn't know they wanted that product or didn't know that occupational wellness was a thing. They just thought they were shitty at their job and they couldn't they couldn't find another place that would accept them or I mean these things are real. <laughs> and these questions and these doubts and these frustrations are super real. The conversation you had with your significant other and how emotional you got and if you had just looked at the social aspect of your relationship and the wellness side and being able to go, oh, my only priority is for myself. I don't give them any time. I don't set aside any time as an opportunity to fulfill their love language. These are all real things. And it's not something you sell. We don't sell this stuff. It's just free. Because this is who we are. It's our DNA. And we morally feel obligated to provide it. But it really becomes... It really becomes the stepping stone of our products, our services. I can't recommend something unless I use it. I can't, I can't teach something unless I know how to do it. So by me and everyone else who's a part of this company, if we're not able to walk the walk after we talk the talk, then who are we fooling? We're not adding value anywhere. We're just talking. So by adding value through your standards, you'll create an amazing vision. You'll create an amazing future for yourself. And I don't think I don't think it's talked about enough in this way, in this progression to the point where every business, every company, every band every church that I've been a part of, if that's the way they saw it, I mean, there's, we're all so blinded by, you know, the buildings and the, the lights and the luxuries and the, the products and the materialistic things. It's like all that stuff. If you just took it away, that distraction, it's really a distraction. Because once those things are gone and you have nothing, where do you start? <laughs> you start with the person next to you in a conversation, in a discussion, in a debate even. Can you believe that you can add value in a debate? Yeah. I mean, if anything, I think some of the best conversations I've had were a debate. They weren't like a happy-go-lucky discussion. They weren't like, a, oh, everyone's just going to agree with each other and make each other feel good. Adding value through your standards to cast your vision. That's, that's what this is all about. And I, I would really hope that someone watching is going to take this to heart reevaluate what they're doing either with their life with their relationships their family basically their future whatever your future is you really just need to sit back look at it 
from afar, because <laughs> this stuff isn't, you can't do it overnight. You're not going to influence a thousand people overnight. It's going to take one person at a time. That already is over three years. If you did it one person a day, take three years to add value to a thousand people. Even if I did it on social media, which I try to do every day, every day I try to hop on, discuss, reply, comment, encourage, especially with our own content. If I'm not replying to our own content, then who am I fooling? So we're gonna t- we're gonna land, we're gonna land, but I think. I think we've set a huge framework for spiritual Sundays. I think that the more we discuss these topics, the more specific we're going to get, the more people we can have come on to elaborate. Cause I'm, I'm no expert in every single type of wellness. Hell no. That's, that's not the point. The point is, is that we are, actively striving to be better people to add value to build standards and to cast this vision we want to change the health comfort and happiness experienced by individuals and groups and the only way to do that is to try you don't get a degree in this you don't go to school for four years and get a little plaque or a little little piece of paper to do this it's literally it's a life thing i think i said it few podcasts ago but if i did this for 30 or 40 years and it didn't turn into the vision that i had 30 or 40 years before it's okay because i actually added value to people actually changed people's lives and that's i mean i think that's a pretty bold statement considering that There's not a lot of people that are already coming up to me and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so just appreciative of you and what you've told me through the podcast or the YouTube videos or the the Instagram posts or the LinkedIn comment or, you know, the product that you sold me or the service that you provided me or my family. But there will be others like me who want to do the same thing, can get behind the vision Ooh, that's good. That can get behind the vision. What if you're just trying to fish? What if you're adding value to build standards, to cast a vision, just so that you can get more employees, better employees, stronger teams, stronger departments, bigger sales, longer vacations, however you want to look at it. I don't care. But we have to add value. It's morally and ethically right. And if you're not doing it, I think you need to get a little a little reality check, spiritual check. If it makes you feel uncomfortable to hear these things, that's something knocking on your door. Come and knock on my door. So guys, I think this is the best foundational spiritual Sunday podcast i could physically do which is fine by me but i'm excited to continue the conversation i think that 
hopefully in the near, 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 near future, we're going to have people actually on talking about this. But if I'm still setting the framework for a while, so be it. Ironically, it being a Sunday, granted, it doesn't have to be live, but it being a Sunday thing, sometimes people are busy and people who do stuff on Sundays that I'm talking about or that I would love to have on pastors for sure. But people even who work at churches like, you know, it might take a while. So if you have anybody that you would think would be great for this, even if they're long distance and they don't live in Southern California, shoot them my way, however, however way possible. And that is a wrap. We are done. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.